0: You are listening to Books Are My People, a podcast for book lovers with book news, book recommendations, and ruminations on living a literary life in Los Angeles. This is episode 60, which I kind of can't believe, and I'm recording on October 1st, 2021. Happy October and happy 60th episode to me. If you want to help me celebrate my 60th episode, you can leave a rating or review on iTunes. It's a great way to help fellow book lovers to find out about the show. We are currently entering my favorite season. I love fall, although I have to say Trader Joe's has gone a little bit overboard in the pumpkin department. I was there the other day and absolutely everything has a pumpkin version. I saw pumpkin cereal and pumpkin yogurt and pumpkin coffee which i think sounds a little disgusting orange is my favorite color so i have nothing against pumpkins but i definitely don't need them in everything and especially not in my coffee things are going well with our new puppy rue she's getting the hang of life in our house I've been mostly home with her full-time every day because puppies are a ton of work. I had forgotten and I've raised a lot of puppies. So I'm feeling ready to get out of the house a little bit more and have her practice her creating skills. She's a great sleeper, which I'm so appreciative of, and she and my other dog, Dingo, are getting along swimmingly, and they love to tire one another out with their wrestling games and tag shenanigans. As of Monday, October 4th, when this podcast airs, I will have handed in a revised draft of my fourth novel to my agent, This is my first novel for an adult audience. I've published two young adult novels and a collection of short fiction, and I've been feverishly working on it over the last eight weeks, so I hope she likes it. I expect to do another round or two of revisions before she sends it out to publishers, but I can't wait to tell you more about it when it's done and hopefully sold. And now it's time for some bookish news. The National Book Awards long list has been announced. Some titles of interest to me are Cloud Cuckoo Land by Anthony Doerr because I really want to read that book. Matrix by Lauren Groff because I'm currently reading that book. Intimacies by Katie Kitamura because I gave that book to my sister for her birthday and Hell of a Book by Jason Mott, because I raved about it on episode 58. I will leave a link to the full list of nominees in the show notes. In the last episode, I talked about the Christie's auction book sale happening, and, well, It happened, and Frankenstein was the book that broke all the records. A first edition of the novel sold for $1.17 million. That particular book is one of 500 copies that were printed during the novel's first edition, and Christie's estimated that it would only sell for (laughs) $200,000. Anthony Doerr's popular novel, All the Light We Cannot See, is slated to become a limited series on Netflix. It will be a four-part series, and the story is about a blind French teenager who crosses paths with a German soldier in World War II. Doerr is also, again, the author of Cloud Cuckoo Land, which just came out last week, and as I mentioned, I am very eager to read that book. Has anyone out there read it? If so, you can tell me what you think at booksaremypeople at gmail.com. And last but not least, like many items in our supply chain, books are going to be hard to come by in the upcoming months. There has been a major slowdown in book production due to supply chain shortages, printer capacity issues, short staff because of COVID-related issues, and all of this is mixing together to create a soup of book delivery problems. And yes, Soup of book delivery problems is my own professional term for what is happening. The bottom line is, if you plan on purchasing books for others or for yourself this holiday season, sooner actually is better than later, because your books may not arrive on time, is what I keep hearing from everyone in the book world. And that is all of my news for today. Now, on to the books. (coughs) My first pick is A Carnival of Snackery by David Sedaris, and this comes out tomorrow, Tuesday. If you don't know who Sedaris is, he's a writer, humorist, and essayist, and if you do know who he is, you know how funny his writing can be. A good starting place is Holidays on Ice, which is still my favorite collection of his essays. A Carnival of Snackery will delight readers who are already fans, and this is a collection of diary entries that tickle and at times are tender. They cover an expansive 17 years of happenings in his life, including things that happen at book signings. He's sort of a rock star in the book world and goes on these huge tours to promote his books for months and months on end. There's a lot more politics infused in this book, and the one thing I will say is that people used to Sedaris' longer essays may find that these entries feel more like sound bites or social media posts because they are super, super short, but they are nonetheless timely, funny, reflective, and true to life. And again, that is A Carnival of Snackery by David Sedaris, and thank you to Little Brown and Company and NetGalley for the advanced review copy. Next up today is Brood by Jackie Paulsen, and this came out on August 31st. This is a slim literary novel that I picked up because, yes, it's about chickens, and we have seven chickens, so this appealed to me. But I also think that it would appeal to anyone who likes small, immersive, slice-of-life kind of stories. The narrator remains unnamed and the book takes place over the course of a year when she raises four chickens, not in sunny, easy California where I raise my chickens, but in Minnesota, where it can drop in temperature down to 40 below. This is a quiet, more contemplative book about life and the routines that we make for ourselves in order to measure time. I loved getting to know her life and of course, getting to know her chickens. And again, that is Brewed by Jackie Paulson. I'm going to take a huge left turn here with my next pick, which is Rock Paper Scissors by Alice Feeney. This is a propulsive suspense novel about a married couple, Adam and Amelia, who win a weekend away in Scotland. They both have really high expectations about what this trip will mean for their marriage, which is fraught, and the trip will either break them or save their marriage. Adam is a screenwriter who's been tirelessly working around the clock, and every anniversary the couple exchanges gifts relating to that particular anniversary, like the traditional paper, cotton, pottery. I feel like maybe my husband and I did this for like two years, but then it very quickly descended into joke gifts, like cotton balls for cotton, which I guess would have been funny to keep going, but we abandoned it. But I guess there are people out there who take these things more seriously, Anyhow, over the course of the trip, which it turns out they didn't actually randomly win, secrets are revealed and things start to quickly unravel. I would describe this as a page turning propulsive read that fans of suspense fiction will enjoy. And again, that's Rock, Paper, Scissors by Alice Feeney. Next is Performance Art Stories by David Cranus. and this also comes out tomorrow. This collection of short stories all circle around the idea of performance and what it means to be performative, from fire eaters to stand-up comedians. This is a collection for people interested in examining the quirks of these particular groups of people, and it made me think about the notion of performance in general and question, are we as humans always on stage the moment we interact with someone else? This is a book full of oddities and memorable characters. It's bizarre and full of dark humor. And overall, it was an interesting read. Thank you to the University of Nevada Press and to NetGalley for the advanced review copy. And again, that's Performance Art Stories by David Cranus. My next pick is The Neighbor's Secret by L. Allison Heller. And this also comes out tomorrow this is a domestic suspense novel that takes place in Cottonwood Estates. Here, the women in the book club meet once a month to discuss books, but also really they meet as an excuse to gossip. And they revel in reading books about dramatic people who are leading these very dramatic lives who are nothing like themselves. Or are they? One evening, an act of vandalism makes these women realize that their neighborhood isn't the utopia they thought it was, and slowly but surely, their secrets start to emerge and converge. I think that fans of Leanne Moriarty will enjoy this book, and also Another Comp is a book, of course, I can't remember the title, but it's a domestic suspense novel about uh, a neighborhood where a sinkhole opens up. I talked about it a few episodes ago. My mind is done for the day. I don't usually record at night and I'm recording at night and it's not for me. (laughs) So if you know what book I'm talking about, I think uh, that is also a read-alike and I will remember it, I'm sure, as soon as I stop recording. And again, that is L. Allison Heller's The Neighbor's Secret out tomorrow. Next up for me is a book called What Just Happened? Notes on a Long Year by Charles Finch. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Jennifer Calogueras, or just do a search for Books Are My People, and you can quickly find me that way. And feel free to hashtag your own current reads with Books Are My People so I can see what all of you are reading. I'll be back in two weeks with guest author Darren Doyle, who will talk about his forthcoming novel, The Beast in Isle 34, just in time for Halloween? In the meantime, I hope you all have a wonderfully bookish week.